one of those weeks that we're literally going to like refer to for the rest of our lives. Welcome back to Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. And in this episode, we are joined once again by our brother, Josh, and brother-in-law, Jonathan, as they tell us about the rest of their European travels. So a couple weeks ago, we dropped an episode where Josh and Jonathan joined us and told us all about their time in Spain. So if you have not yet listened to that, please go back and have a listen. We give a few references back to that time, and it was really fun to hear all about that side of their trip. But in this episode, they tell us all about their time in Italy, which they met back up with Rachel and her girlfriend, MK. So Rachel joins in on the recap of this episode. So as you may have noticed, it's a super long episode for us. But I can assure you it is jam-packed with some really fun stories and just all these details about their travels obviously made me want to go and maybe super jealous that I wasn't there to begin with. But I would encourage you to listen to it in a couple sessions if you need a break. But definitely listen to the whole thing. You will not want to miss out. So as usual, check out our Instagram for some photos to accompany the episode and enjoy listening. All right. Hello, everyone. We are back with Josh and Jonathan again. Everyone say hi. Hello there. Um, Yeah. So due to movie magic, it's this is coming out on a different day, I guess, but it's still the same day that we're talking about. it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So where we left off, we pretty much just summarized your trip to Spain, like the Spain portion of your Europe trip in the last episode. So for this, we can just get into your whole experience in Italy. And you guys had already spent like a day or a day and a half or whatever in Naples. Um, But otherwise you haven't really explored Italy yet. So this whole episode will be focused on that. Yes. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. And then, okay. So up to where we are right now, Jonathan, have you had your first Italian pizza yet? Like, did you have any pizza on that first leg or have you still not had your first Italian pizza? I got my first Italian pizza, I think, in Naples, right? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Naples. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, I fell asleep and um, Josh oh, you and Rachel went out and about and then he brought pizza back and it was really good. It was like... Uh, Cinque formaggio or something like that. Like, yeah, the the five cheeses. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing nice. Italian hand gestures for those who can't see. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't mean to neglect you from the um, expanding on the experience of eating pizza in Italy when we talked about it in the last episode. So glad to hear you found it delicious too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we are leaving Barcelona. You guys take a plane and end up where? We get a Ryanair plane to Venice. And Venice, to people who have never flown into it before, is a very logistically complicated city. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, when we flew into Barcelona, originally Jonathan's cousin had offered to pick us up, but then at the last minute she had something else to do. So we were able to just get an Uber. It was a little annoying compared to like how you would get Ubers in the US, but we were able to do it and it wasn't a big deal. In Venice, we're like, what do we even do? And I like use the Wi-Fi at the airport and try to open Uber. And it's like, this app literally doesn't exist here. (laughs) Just to pause on that. Is that just a Venice thing or Rachel, has that been your experience in other parts of Italy? 
Yeah, it only doesn't do Uber at best. And this is one of the long list of comparisons we made to Medellin. Like the best it can do is like, sometimes it will work for like getting you the driver, but you don't, you don't have a pay transaction through it. We'll just book the driver oh, for you. Wow. Um, but that, even was, that is like dependent on the time of day and where you are and whether or not it even yeah. feels like any drivers. Yeah. And that was kind of the situation in, in Barcelona, but in Venice, there are no cars at all. So <laughs> Our first fair. Okay, fair difference. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so we ended up like figuring out how to get from the airport to our Airbnb by going to through Google Maps. But it was really funny when we went to a desk to buy our tickets because we had to take this uh, boat called El Vaporeto. And it's like a bus, but it's a it's a boat and, and it takes you to the other parts of Venice. And um, the guy at the reception desk was like, your phone is lying. Because uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's wrong. Yeah. 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 And so it was really great. Like he was like real. And uh, I love that. Uh, but yeah, he he's like, like, let me just start from the beginning. Everything yeah. you think, you know. Scratch it. You're, you feel like an idiot right now. That makes sense. Let's start yeah, over. Yeah. I'm your teacher now. Yeah. He just like takes Jonathan's phone and snaps it in half and hands it back to him. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why, but we got like two-way tickets, you know, like a round trip ticket uh, for each. And we definitely didn't need that because we oh, were yeah. taking the train. So mistake number one. <laughs> mistake number two yeah yeah we but, couldn't use uber that was number yeah, one yeah yeah but it was really great it was a very nice experience getting there it was really dark right like yeah so when we first got to venice it was night already and we had to wait a really long time to get on the ferry with everyone else from the airport so that was like a whole thing but once we finally got there venice venice at night particularly has a very like Edgar Allan Poe feel to it I would say like it was just like serious and all the alleyways were like full of intrigue and just like I saw a rat <laughs> that was very big and like full of intrigue somehow like yeah like it was like this mysterious trip and we had like a hard time trying to find our Airbnb because we again we didn't have data so we were pretty much following whatever Google Maps was able to show us so it took a while, but yeah, something that I really observed was that it was really, really dark. Like the public lighting system is, I guess it has to do with, you know, just the way it's always been and um, just, yeah. it's like kind of the identity of it. Like yeah. is so controlled by nature, like the water and daytime and yeah, it's very different, but it's yeah. gorgeous even at night, even when it's dark and it's amazing. Yeah, so they must be like trying to stay low on light pollution, at least as far as like at night. So that's kind of a cool aspect of that. But it does sound a little scary when you're just arriving. Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, it's like all just like medieval little alleyways, basically. If I like got off a plane and like experienced what you're describing, I feel like I would think I was like in a dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did not feel entirely real, especially since earlier that day, we went to Park Güell in Barcelona. So like sunny, <laughs> bright colors, weird, trippy Disneyland, and then medieval intrigue, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys just like go to your Airbnb and just call it a night then? No, we went to this amazing restaurant called 
Osteria or something like that. Rach, didn't you say that Osteria or whatever is just like their word for like a family restaurant? See, yeah, mm. yeah, it's like a type of restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they seem to be at least in Venice. Um, they seem to be the more upscale places. Um, so we went to this place because it was close and it was open, and it ended up being really, really good. I got black pasta, like pasta that was made with squid ink, and mm. they presented it in. It it came with scallops also, and they presented it in like a giant shell. It was very beautiful. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. I can't yeah. believe that was your first pasta in Italy, though. I mean, like it sounds really oh. good, but like that's your first one. The first one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the menu was in Italian, and I did not really know what I was going to get, um, but I knew that it was pasta <laughs> and seafood-related. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, we looked, uh, like, that place had Wi-Fi, so we were able to, you know, translate a little bit, but, yeah, we didn't want to be, like, on our phones a whole lot, right. so, yeah, I got, like, a fried uh, seafood in general. It was really good. It was really good. I probably gained, like, a bunch of weight, but I will never regret it. Yeah. No, regrets, <laughs> no regrets whatsoever. Glass. Italian weight. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It should not matter, but, yeah, uh, glass is, like, a very big thing in Venice, so the decorations, like, were all made uh, out of glass and it was really beautiful. So we kept like uh, looking at different like pieces of art throughout the restaurant and it was really good. The glasses uh, where we had our uh, water, they were very interesting, like so nice, so beautiful. And uh, what else? There was definitely like a first date going on next oh. to us yeah <laughs> it was what'd you hear adorable yes yeah. so the restaurant was pretty small we're all kind of crammed in this is me and jonathan's first like experience in italy on our own and you know the only times that we either of us have been in any countries ever we've been able to talk to people because like yeah. we've been in english speaking and spanish speaking countries so this is our first experience like on our own in italy trying to figure things out so we're very much like having that in an, an extremely noticeable way um but the people who sit next to us and it's like a foot away from us like super close mm -hmm. the man was definitely italian and the woman was french but they were speaking in english yeah oh. and they were like i couldn't really say if there was a lot of chemistry there or not <laughs> very nice to each other and he did a lot of explaining of like the menu and just like Italian things that she might not have known in general um but they were obviously hearing us the whole time like, they didn't do a whole lot of talking but they were hearing us like lose our minds over like the glass <laughs> and like try to figure out the menu and like when the guy like said like one said I were like oh us <laughs> you're speaking <laughs> Italian <laughs> by the way there is like this beauty of language and it is like pretty much everybody everybody wherever you go everyone is bilingual everyone speaks well, uh, at least bilingual like we didn't get like lost or anything because everyone speaks English yeah. and that's like a super plus. But yeah. then, yeah, like um, seeing that, I, I do think that they had a lot of chemistry. Oh yeah. I hope they did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really <laughs> great. It was really great just yeah. to experience that. And I, the, funniest, the funniest thing about them is like, we haven't spoken to them at all directly, but they were mm -hmm. definitely hearing us have this whole experience. And then when they left, each of them looked at us and they were like, have a good night. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
We didn't talk to you at all. <laughs> you didn't know us that. <laughs> they felt like they did, though. That's so funny. I love how I thought you were about to describe you eavesdropping on them, but you were just like, no, we knew they were eavesdropping on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 A lot of the things that we were noticing in there and losing our minds over um, turned out to be like kind of typical of Venice. Like this place had amazing glass. Um, but Venice is known for having Murano glass is what it's called. Um, so you would see a lot of the same types of glasses everywhere and they're beautiful, but like uh, us seeing them there for the first time and being like, these are so cool. And everyone else in the restaurant is like, that's every restaurant here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, real quick. What did you say that was called? The glass? Murano. So M-U-R-E-N-O. It comes up a lot in Blown Away, the glass blowing competition show ah. on Netflix, uh, which is you watch all those shows. <laughs> I love me a good competition. I'm not gonna- <laughs> yeah. Man. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll share that picture. Um, so the, the listeners can see what type of glass we're talking about. I've never seen that before, it, at least that I know of. And that's really pretty. Mm-hmm. So I would be freaking out like you guys, <laughs> but that's funny that you yeah, thought it was like yeah. special to that restaurant and then realize you see mm-hmm. them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But the glass is, is, it is like so common that even like accessories were made of uh, that type of glass. So you would see like rings or earrings or, you know, uh, yeah. Accessories in general made out of glass and that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, really gorgeous a lot of like huge intricate glass sculptures um just like when you're walking around the city a lot of glass shops in general but yeah glass is huge there cool all right so what happened after the restaurant um it was pretty late at that point it was probably close to like 11 p.m and you know we had been flying that day so we just we did a little bit of walking around the neighborhood but um like jonathan said it was very dark lots of intrigue (laughs) so. <laughs> can't emphasize the intrigue enough yeah. <laughs> went back to our airbnb to digest the intrigue a little bit um we watched some um local news ooh. and yeah it was it was good because it, italian is extremely extremely similar to spanish mm-hmm. so yeah you're able like to grasp what they're talking about and it, it's it's really great so yeah it, it's good so the anything day, yeah anything special about your airbnb like was there um i don't know was it extra cool or was it just a place to sleep um so the airbnb in barcelona that we had was like a very tiny apartment um and it was perfect for what we needed but yeah. like tiny um the one in venice was much more of like a space um it even had an extra bedroom in it and you know like actual rooms throughout and like a kitchen um so it was a little bigger um just as a cabinet Mm -hmm. like that it was really cool really well designed but it was like made of everything was like stone uh not even like bricks or anything like stone like Mm -hmm. and it felt colder like it's i don't know you've feel like you're entering like a past experience or a past life (laughs) intrigue yeah i was gonna say it sounds intriguing (laughs) you have like a creepy little nook like a a tiny little crawl space or something like that like went really high up or something i remember seeing like a snapchat or something yeah yeah um there was like i don't really know how to describe it like a little nook that led outside that I guess people would use for smoking because it I mean it's not a patio people didn't even really have balconies in Venice mm. 
but it was just like this little square of outside that you could just be in it made no sense to us <laughs> like a sims square like here. exactly <laughs> yeah but but uh yeah it's good it's interesting that you mentioned smoking because yeah maybe that's like the only purpose of that because otherwise like why would you just stand there you know yeah like yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I guess it must be for smoking because like the front door was very big and it was like a whole thing. Like it did feel very medieval. Yeah, the door was heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great place and it was really well located, I would say. But then the next day, like we did a lot of exploring. We left the Airbnb like around nine in the morning and we went to a church not for mass or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, just to look to at, explore. yeah, yeah. It was like two euro, I think. Mm-hmm. And then after that, yeah, it was gorgeous. It was really beautiful. Uh, we took a lot of pictures of that, and then we went to this corner, and it was like a cafe. And the guy was like so so nice. He was like dancing, and he was like in the best mood, <laughs> and uh, yeah, amazing. Like I think it was like a great experience. Yeah, yeah. he was like just very uncle energy. <laughs> like that was where we first got toast. Remember how Sarah you brought up? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It truly, is just like a ham and cheese sandwich on toasted bread. That is what they call toast. <laughs> and. I like we had already ordered our coffee, but I was like, I, I want to get us some toast. Really have something in our stomach, you know. And I told the guy, but he was like dancing while I was talking to him, and he didn't like acknowledge that I had said anything. He just like looked at me, and I was like, I don't think we're getting our toast done. <laughs> and, then, and then it just showed up like 15 minutes later. We're like, okay, so we did get toast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like making friends with everyone. Like a lot of people were just there. A, a, like a bunch of girls um, came in the store and then he started dancing with one of them. I'm like, what? Yeah, like it was it was really great. Like, yeah. Sounds so lively. <laughs> yeah. It was like fun. 20 French women descended upon the store at once and they all were drinking at like nine in the morning. And this guy was just like, okay, like just dance around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was awesome. But then, yeah, we did a lot of walking and then I saw this little shop and I went in to get like magnets and keychains, you know, like souvenirs. And then I saw this hat, this captain hat that said Venezia. And then I, was <laughs> I think like, I know oh. the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like in love with it, but it was like seven, five, seven euro, but I didn't have euros anymore. So I only had dollars and I only had like two or three dollars. So the guy was like, I was like, oh, I really like it. And then he put it on me and he was like, you take it and I'll take, yeah, the $2 is fine. Just, <laughs> it looks really good on you. Like he was so nice, so extremely nice. And um, yeah, I asked Josh to take a picture of um, that guy and me. Yeah, it was <laughs> a great picture of Jonathan. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that had played an important role because a lot of people would be like "il capitano," and a guy was like legit making fun of me, like saying like "il capitano," and then he was like laughing, and but I felt like so good about it. Like it's like, yeah, it's great. Like people interact, and it's, beautiful. it's really beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, the Venetians really got a kick out of the hat. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, so that whole day, um, we were out and about quite a bit. We toured um, the Palazzo Ducale, which is like a giant, giant palace um, from, I want to say, 1500s. Um, just, you know, overwhelming, gaudy, kind of, you know, a lot of beautiful paintings. Yeah, because at the beginning, I was like, well, this doesn't look that big. And when they charged us, I, I heard 13, but it was actually 30 euro uh, per person. So I was like, oh, this is expensive. This this better be good. And it was. It was so excellent. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so big. And we spent so long in there. Like, we had no idea that, you know, we were going to be in there for, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, like, it just became a prison. It was so confusing. It went from, like, amazing, ornate, you know, huge, beautiful paintings, um, just typical like Renaissance type stuff. But they even had a Hieronymus Bosch painting in there that really surprised me. Um, And then like we turn a corner and we go down this hallway and it's super cold and we're in a prison for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. We're like, how did this happen? Why is the prison in the palace? (laughs) Yeah, there is like a bridge connecting. Like we crossed a bridge and we didn't even realize but then, yeah, there is like this bridge connecting like the this beautiful structure to the prison, which was like really bare and uh, really dark, really cold. Um, and yeah, but it was it was yeah a very good contrast there. But before the Palazzo Ducale, we went into a museum of torture. Our yeah. first torture museum. What? Yeah. I was going to say, that theme of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. We would eventually find another torture museum with Rachel and go into that one. Oh, um, torture in Venice, I think, was better. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. And it was extremely, um, what, like, informative mm-hmm. to a certain de- like degree that you don't want to know more details. Like, yeah, so going from that museum to the Palazzo Ducale was like really good. It was the the move to <laughs> yeah, highly recommend for anyone going to Venice. Check out the torture museum. It's better it's than the torture museum of Naples. Yeah, but it also like it also highlights like what the city was like before and like in the 1600s or the 1700s. Like it talks like it, it describes like the prostitution going on and how like the glass was like a big part of like what um, women would wear to seduce uh, the men that would come to do business and stuff. And then when they got caught, they would, you know, they would get tortured for having that job. So it's like, yeah, it sucks that, 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 that that's the history, but it's it's really good to learn like that, that right. is the history of, of the place that we're seeing. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. highly recommend. Like mm-hmm. true is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So after Palazzo Lucale, um, I had really wanted to go to the Guggenheim Museum that is there. Um, that was one of the like main reasons that you know Venice was on the table for me at least, and. To get there from the Palazzo that we were at, we had to like hire a gondola somehow, (laughs) which was like a confusing (laughs) experience. Like um, you see a lot of gondolas, obviously, but there 
like a lot of them are pretty like upscale. Like it's like a whole experience. They have nice seats. People might even be playing like an accordion or whatever for you. Um, but we got like a really quick, just like shuttle gondola that has a bunch of people for two euro because it just literally nice. had to get us across this water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, but yeah. the way we got that was like we were in line and we were about to pay like nine euro. And then the girl was like, no, you don't have to pay that. Just, just go pay two euro uh, per person. Uh, it's called uh, trajetto. But then when she said trajetto, she did the typical Italian hand gesture. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we went there and I was terrified. Like when I get on a boat or something, like I feel scared, but it was, it was really good. It was. <laughs> Did you feel at all empowered by having your captain hat on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. That gave me the, those friends. <laughs> yeah. Your captain the whole time. <laughs> uh, so that was a, a fun little experience. Um, then we get across the water and go to the Guggenheim Museum and it was, you know, amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, just a collection of lots of, you know, like works from the 40s and 50s and 60s that by artists that people would recognize, like mm -hmm. Picasso and and Francis Bacon and Jackson Pollock and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and now I've been to three Guggenheim museums. I think there are five throughout the world. Whoa. Yeah. So which three have you been to? First one was in Bilbao, Spain. Um, second one, New York. And third one, Venice. Yes. And there's one, I want to say in like Germany or something. And then another one, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So you've been to three and I've been to two. Two of those, it has been with you. So I'm really glad that we got to do that. Because it was, it was gorgeous. And the, there is like this back area. Like we got separated for a little bit. Because when we go to museums, like we want to explore individually and then get together uh, uh, after a while and then discuss like oh what's your favorite thing or, or what did you like the most or did you see this or things like that so I went to the back area and it was beautiful like yeah the view was fascinating uh there was this amazing bridge and there's like all the water and then there's like this motorboat and it's a bunch of girls singing like one of them was wearing like a wedding kind of thing on her like a veil right and they were all singing Mamma Mia by ABBA. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, 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 like that moment felt so wholesome and it was really beautiful. I love great, that. Great that sounds yeah. great for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then that evening we found found a restaurant like not uh -huh. far from the Guggenheim Museum. But why? Like we ended up going to that restaurant because we missed the last uh, trajetto gondola. Oh, uh, right. Oh. We couldn't get to the other side and we were all stressed about it but we figured it out yeah so we had to walk like triple the amount that we had that we were supposed to do <laughs> but it was beautiful we yeah. like we ended yeah. up walking through like a much more lively area than like where we had arrived from the ferry the night before so we saw a lot i mean still intrigue but like <laughs> more social intrigue <laughs> we came across this girl while we were walking you know there were so many shops and bars and you know, people out and about, and obviously tourists, like tourists everywhere. 
but we came across this girl next to a statue and she was just like very drunk but very friendly (laughs) like trying to talk to us in english but like laughing at herself so much because she couldn't say very much (laughs) (laughs) her name was carolina and that is coincidentally my sister's name oh i was like oh i love your name and then she's like i love you both (laughs) (laughs) i love you too (laughs) I really regret not having like her Instagram or something because she was like such good vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like so nice, so friendly. She was like, Do you guys want a picture here? Because we approached the statue where she was at because we thought that it was Christopher Columbus, who, by the way, we didn't see anything about him in Italy at all, only in Spain. But oh. he was Italian, so it's like weird. But that's yeah, another Spaniards, conversation. Spaniards love him. Italians don't seem to care much about him. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, that's interesting. But yeah, she was so nice, and then she laughed. She was like, "Oh yeah, my friends are expecting me." So yeah, it was great. And she gave us like kisses on the cheek, and then she hugged us, and she left. So that was like a, a great interaction. Yeah. That was like the highlight, I think. That's so funny. (laughs) She was very good energy. And like, we walked a little bit after that. And then Jonathan's like, wait, I'm going to go back and find her. I need her Instagram or something. (laughs) And he tried to go find her and she was gone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you had regret even in the moment, not just talking about it now. That's wild. Um, Okay. So quick pause on this, because I think it's time for me to reveal that that high, low Buffalo has like a million extra things that can be tacked onto it depending on who I'm like recapping a trip with. And one thing that my friends and I have done is um, we morphed it with like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like roses, buds, and thorns. It's just like different game version. It's the same thing. Like rose would be your high, bud would be something you're excited for. And then thorn is like your low. And that one has like a few extra things on with it. So one that I always do with high, low Buffalo is called watering can. Which is like, it's basically, I think that there's, I think the the definition has morphed from person to person. Like I heard this from somebody who heard this from somebody who used to like played it summer camp or something. And so I think it's supposed to be like, I don't know, somebody that you liked. So we always think of it as like a crush. And so when I debrief with my friends, we think of it as a crush, but not somebody you're necessarily like just a person who intrigued you or a person (laughs) wish you had their Instagram or who just really. um, So yeah, I don't normally bring this up on the podcast because I don't want it to seem like we're talking about real crushes exactly. (laughs) Um, I feel like Jonathan, what you just described is like the perfect representation of the way I use watering can. (laughs) Totally. Like that interaction will always like be in my memory. Like I'll never forget. Uh, I'm so sorry you didn't get her Instagram. (laughs) Carolina, if you're hearing this, understand enough of what we're saying. We miss you. (laughs) Okay. What else did we do? Oh, so we get to the Airbnb that night and we had this tremendous dinner and we were full and you said, I'm so full. I need to walk this. And then yeah, so we go to the Airbnb and then I go to bed and Josh is like, I'm too hungry. I need <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Stop working last Just like wandered around on my own, found another yeah. restaurant. Not normal, like whatever. So yeah, he went to this restaurant and he had a very good interaction with the people working there. Yeah, I was getting more confident with my Italian at that point, even though, like Jonathan said, it's like almost always unnecessary. Like people will butt in with English constantly. (laughs) Um, So I go to this restaurant 
and like I just I walk in and I like point to a table and I was like can I eat and then they say in perfect English like it's like teenagers working there and they're like yep <laughs> sit down. Like, like, maybe not the table but <laughs> yeah what would you like to eat tell us more about your plan you like a chair on that <laughs> um yep but got some great la- late night pasta and then when I was leaving since they were closing they just gave me a whole bunch of random like baked things that I brought back to Jonathan yeah, but they were listening to 80s music in English or something. That's something that you told me, so. No, it wasn't 80s music. It was, like, really old music. It was, like, swing music. Oh, like wow. American swing music. And I, like, said something to one of the guys working there. I was like, you guys really like this, like, old American music? And they're like, yeah, we love it. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah, so after that, the next day, we had to leave the Airbnb because it was time for us to explore a little bit more, but also go to um, finally meet the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in so Florence. We were getting a train in the evening, um, but we had a whole day, you know, to do more stuff in Venice. And we were not smart like Rachel is, where she always finds, like, traveling with Rachel was great because she always finds out where we can leave our stuff during the day. So we had to walk around with, like, massive backpacks on the whole day, which definitely, like, (laughs) put a damper on things. Yeah. But, But, yeah, some of the most amazing interactions happened on that day. We ended up going to a church that had... Uh, my middle name on it, it was like uh, Chiesa di San Maurizio or something. So my middle name is Maurizio. And I was like, oh, this is good. But it was not a church. It was a museum. And it was a museum about Antonio Vivaldi. So the, the museum oh. of music. Yeah. So I've always been fascinated by his music. And Josh was like, yeah, let's go in it. And then... Yeah, the, the museum was super cool because it had like a lot of rare interesting instruments like guitars that had like mini guitars on them like guitar fractals basically like it was very weird stuff um definitely a lot of like antique super valuable instruments and the woman working there was super nice oh and yeah she says that they play them like every night mm-hmm. like they have shows and stuff wow yeah. that's yeah. really cool but I, yeah, yeah. I, I find it really interesting that you're referring like to the woman working there like she is a major highlight of this trip i <laughs> love her so much like first of all like she was so kind and she led us when we entered the museum it was only like two euro which but it was amazing so we were like carrying all of our things and then she approached us and then she was like, you guys seem tired. Like you can put uh, your things here. I'll keep an eye on that. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then we started talking and I asked uh, what her name was. And then she's like, Giovanna. And I'm like, oh, that's my other, well, I have two sisters. And yeah, <laughs> one of them is Giovanna. So Joanna. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so it's like this coincidence. And uh, I gave her my card because I asked her like, have you been to the States? And uh, she's like, no, but I would really love to. So I gave her my card and I'm like, hit me up, like, if you ever. Yeah. So she's like, oh, your last name, Moreno, it's Italian. Like, it's a very popular last name in Italy. And yeah, so we had this whole interaction. And at the end, like, I asked for a selfie. We had a selfie. And oh. So that was good. That was really great. So Jonathan, I want to travel with you. You're so good at meeting people and making friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like the 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 people 
I mean, I love Italy. I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah, I want to visit again. People are just so friendly, so cool. And yeah, Giovanna, if you're hearing this. <laughs> wow, two watering cans in like five minutes. <laughs> go find Carolina and both of you guys can come hang out with yeah. us. <laughs> Jonathan, was this the genesis of the Jonathan's secretly Italian storyline? <laughs> yeah, this is the genesis. Yeah, this is where it was born because I was like, yeah, I've heard that my last name is Italian, but I, I thought it was mostly like Spanish. But no, like a lot, like I saw also like what, when going out with Rachel and Josh, like Cafe Moreno, and it's like all over the, the place. So yeah, that was really good. And then we explored a little bit more. We went to, um, so we were like looking for museums that we could hit up uh, before we go to the train station. We found this like Da Vinci Museum, which it was nice. It was like, I was hoping to see like something by Da Vinci there, but it was all like, Oh yeah. I would think that you could. Yeah. But it was, it was like focused on his inventions mostly. And it was very like child focused. So it was very like interactive and it was interesting. But then I like, I saw more of these Da Vinci museums in other Italian cities. Like they had one in Florence, they had one in Rome. So it's like a museum chain it was very interesting oh interesting huh. yeah. yeah and then we decided to take a break um and we went to get coffee and there was like I started writing a lot on the journal for those of you you know you're listening you remember that uh the previous episode we mentioned this journal this idea that Josh had and I was so inspired to write and I wrote like for an hour or so like yeah, a wow. lot of pages, yeah. And uh, yeah, the interactions, like we saw this guy that was all dressed in black, like, yeah. And th there was this lady, I don't know, for whatever reason, I really wanted to smoke a cigarette. And I, like, I'm not like <laughs> yeah. a heavy smoker or anything. And I yeah. haven't smoked like in a while. Just the but environment like, really inspired yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone was like, everyone smokes pretty much in, in, in Europe. So I really wanted a cigarette, but I didn't have cash. I didn't have euros. And I like, you have like to go to a special place to buy cigarettes anyway. There was this French woman smoking and she was like, she smoked like three cigarettes in a row. So I asked her, like, I had just a couple of coins and I approached her and I'm like, um, excuse me, ma'am, um, can I buy a cigarette? It's just like, I don't have any. And she looked at me and in a very French accent, she says, don't be ridiculous. And she gave me two secrets. Um, <laughs> so what an icon. <laughs> the most French thing to ever happen. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was that was really great. That was really, really great. And then That's we so went funny. to the train station after mm -hmm. that. Yep, went to the train station. Well, we for lunch that day, we went to this place that I had seen on Instagram. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was like, oh yeah, very popular. Um, it's, it's a small place and we had to wait in a long line and it's only open for like two hours for lunch or something. Um, but they do like, I don't know, Rach, if these are popular all over Italy or if it's more of just a Northern thing, but they do like little baguette slices with like random things on top of them. Um, a lot of like seafoody stuff. It was really good. So we just got like an assortment of like, 
um, just random things on top of little pieces of baguette. Yeah, I'm not picturing it. I'm not really sure if it's if it's widespread or if it's a Venice thing. It was definitely popular in Venice. Um, one, like before we had gotten dinner the night before, we grabbed Aperol spritzes from this little place and also got like some of these appetizery things. I don't even know what to call them, um, but you would see them in, in places mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. What did you think of the Aperol spritz? Delicious. Mm, um, yeah. And they're cheap. They're all like, mm-hmm. Venice in general is a pretty expensive city, obviously. Like it's just very, very touristy. Um, but Aperol spritzes would always be like two or three euro. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Rachel, you were shaking your head. Do you not like Everall Spritz? <laughs> I don't. They're, they are a little too sweet for me. Um, I like the Spritz concept very much, so I'll order different flavored Spritz, but I, I don't particularly like Aperol. That's interesting because you, um, well, not you, but most people don't find them extra sweet. Most people, it's an acquired taste because they're kind of bitter. <laughs> Yeah, they are an interesting kind of middle of the fence between bitter and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, are they popular like in your neck of the woods too, really? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I couldn't, like I remember seeing them like extra everywhere in Venice, but not so much in other places, but I'm not sure. I, I always just thought they were a pretty popular blanket across Italy. It's like the joke is like all the girls who studied abroad in Italy are obsessed with Emerald Spritz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see why. I mean, I did. They're definitely... so good. Yeah, no judgment. Yeah. And I definitely saw them, you know, in Florence and stuff too. But mm-hmm. yeah, so took a train, met up with Rach and MK in Florence that yeah. evening. Yeah, yeah. And we can finally include you into our tale now. Right? Yeah, yeah, welcome, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I have arrived. <laughs> yeah. But huh. when we got there, it was it wasn't raining, but it was like the streets were wet and uh, we were walking to the hotel and uh then it started raining like really hard. So we saw this beautiful cathedral and it was like really good. It was a, a nice walk. We didn't get like very wet because we were like walking like under the the buildings, like kind of like on the sidewalk, like close to the walls. And it was really good. And then it stopped raining like all of a sudden and uh, we couldn't find the entrance to the hotel. So we were like going back and forth. And then when I finally found it, I whistled. <laughs> John has quite a, a loud whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Josh came back and then, yeah, we finally saw mk and rage and it was amazing yeah 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 like getting into this hotel (laughs) was very confusing (laughs) um and like we had been looking for a way to open the door for a long time couldn't figure it out so our idea was like all right jonathan will just stand by this hotel entrance and i will just wander around until i can find rogue wi-fi and try to contact rachel <laughs> but then jonathan figured out how to, how to open the door and <laughs> that's why he called me back yeah yeah and yeah, yeah that i was feel great. bad i should have just come downstairs i was like oh they'll they'll, they'll make it up and did nah, you have a hard time with the door too rachel so it's like it was the top floor of like an apartment building so it felt once you got up to it, it felt very much like a normal hotel. Like you walk down the hallway, there are a bunch of rooms. They had a lovely breakfast in the morning. And since it was at the top, it had like great views of the city, but there's like a whole building underneath it. So it's like, you have to like get buzzed in um, mm-hmm. to the lobby and then walk up or, or take the elevator up. And 
there were like that that was not a description in, in the booking at all so you have to kind of like figure it out once you get there um and since they got there like a couple hours after us and it was already like dark by the time they got there it just were any significant disadvantage for deciphering all of that there. Yeah, but it was part like that. Those details, like they're they're part of the story and they're mm -hmm. the, the highlights. Like, yeah, that was really good <laughs> to, to be able to you know to figure it out and then to finally see you guys. That was really awesome. And that night, like we chilled for a little bit and then we went to this uh, restaurant. And um, Andrea, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was this server he reminded me so much of my dad and I told him that and um he was like really nice and he gave us like at the end of, of the dinner uh he gave us limoncello oh nice was really good yeah really good yeah yes. that, that restaurant was probably our favorite food in Florence mm. I think was the consensus yeah was so good I think that was my favorite my favorite meal of the trip I got nudie um, which I, I think is more Tuscan than the rest of Italy I think it's a Tuscan dish but it's like it's kind of like a pasta ball it's like spinach and uh, ricotta and like just these fun little balls and it's just so satisfying but like they joined us up in the hotel and this is keep in mind this is mk's first like full day she had arrived the day before she's still like extremely jet lagged from yeah coming from, like, from asia. asia yeah and so it, it was it was like still dinner hour but getting towards the end of dinner hour um so like you know 11 11 30 i was like hey like you don't have to to come with us and she rallied and i'm, I'm so glad she did because it was their first time meeting her and it was like the first time the four of us were like hanging out um and it just set a really good tone for the rest of the trip for sure yeah that's awesome good for her <laughs> yeah we like found this restaurant um pretty close by and ended up being amazing we you know all got stuff that we really really liked then walking home like we came across a group of so like what was it we saw a sign that said john john mm -hmm. okay yeah there was like a restaurant called like john something and we were saying it out loud and this group of like young men walking by were like john john my name is john and <laughs> like they turned out to be american and like were like really excited to talk to us and we were just, like, like several oh, of them were like are you talking to me not just yeah. one, yeah. Guy, well, one of them yeah one of them was named john and they're like oh you're talking to him and we're like obviously <laughs> not <laughs> we don't think so and they're like wait you guys are american too let's let's talk where, where are you from <laughs> like they kept trying to talk to us and we're all just like yeah <laughs> Bye. Like we're tired. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm not here to talk to a bunch of Johns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next day we had breakfast at the hotel, um, which just had like good cold cuts and cheese and some little baked goods. Um, it was honestly a lovely little breakfast. They had like a terrace we could look out and see all of the rooftops and all like honestly all the different cathedrals and chapels around um bunch of domes and that kind of stuff and you could even see out to the hills like the tuscan hillside um beyond the city so it was like a nice start to the day just to go yeah. laze around a breakfast for a while and get the views of the the landscape around yeah and all the like terracotta roofs like that's very much a thing yeah that was a good breakfast like one of the 
the best hotel breakfast I can think of. Yeah, it was a very good uh, salami and cheese. And But then we started walking around the city and we didn't really have an agenda. Um, we walked past another beautiful cathedral and took some pictures and then we kind of went to the river and just walked along the river for a while. And we were like roughly heading towards where the like more famous art museum is um, as well as this old palace that's now a museum and we just kind of enjoyed like the weather was beautiful and we were just kind of like enjoying our, our walk along the river definitely a good amount of tourists around but it wasn't anything crazy or unmanageable and we get to the art museum and like there's just no getting in that day we definitely should have reserved tickets the night before which is going to be a theme for <laughs> for the week that we just like <laughs> always assume we can just show up to like some of the more famous tourist locations in the entire country and just walk on in. But um, we were able to get into the palace. So we went there and that one had a pretty good tour, just walking all, all through the building from, what was it, like a 17th century? It 17th was really similar to the Palazzo Ducale that we went to in Venice. Yeah. Like I think 1500s was most of the construction and a lot of the paintings and stuff, just like very, like what you think of like Renaissance paintings type of stuff. Yeah. And when we got upstairs, they had an outdoor balcony part that also had like another just beautiful view out over the city uh, and into the hillside and stuff. And Florence is just absolutely gorgeous. Like, definitely a cool place to start our Italian adventure as a group. <clears throat> yeah, it's super beautiful. Yeah, the best. Right, so what, did we spend a second night at that hotel? No, it was just the one night, right? One. No, no, we no. just stayed one night there. Um, we did the palace and then we went and got panini at the uh, Instagram place. That's literally right. Around the yes, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the panini at this place were massive and so good. And they had really interesting flavors too. Like Jonathan got one that was like, that had like pistachio cream in yeah, it. Yeah, it was very yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very interesting. And yeah, their line was really long, but it was totally worth it. And yeah, there were a lot of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Rachel yeah. mentioned you guys were into the pigeons. <laughs> yeah, we like have been... I, I like randomly without looking it up, just like made up an Italian word for pigeon based on the Spanish word. I was like, hello <laughs> me, just assuming like that's Italian people will understand that somehow. And yeah, no, definitely not. Know. <laughs> it up, and the word is piccione for for singular and piccioni, plural, I think. Yeah. Which is adorable. So they also so, say Colombo, but I think those are doves or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we would just be like Piccione. Yeah. Be flying so close to your face. And, uh, yeah, oh like, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people were like, like dreaming. Like, yeah, it was yeah. funny. Florence pigeons do not care. No, they don't. They don't. It's their place. Yeah. But yeah, that was the the Palazzo Vecchio was the palace right. we went to, and like right, right. around the corner. It was the panini place is called like panini di vecchio or something like the literal definitely like plays to the um, palace being right around the corner. And then we walked to um, we kind of like took our time walking to the rental car place, which was like 15 minutes into the city, um, stopped and got some coffee along the way and then got our rental car to drive out to our Tuscan villa, 
um, like 45 minutes down the road. So that was our first day in, in Florence. We had some time on the back end that we were going to spend there, but that was first time going through Florence. And then we got the car and just drove down like a little bit of city driving to get out of it. And then it's just like a highway out towards Luca, a town pretty close to the water, um, kind of on the edge of like the Tuscan region. Our villa was owned by a Swedish couple, um, but it's like a another, what it was 15th, it's like 500 years old. This, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. such a gorgeous place. Amazing job finding that, Rachel. Yeah. Locking that down. Yeah, thank you. And you're like driving in Italy just like never ceased to amaze me. Like you've learned stick and how to be on a highway that's like in this other country. Like it just blew my mind how good a driver you are. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it was absolutely. This was my first time driving outside of Naples, and they warn you that driving in Naples is its own thing. Um, so even though like intellectually, I knew that this was my first time really engaging with it and realizing like, oh, I'm the asshole, like, like going through um, like, traffic circles and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I am, I am in the wrong here because I'm so used yeah. to rules just not existing. And I'm like, why are you guys waiting for these cars to pass? <laughs> just get in the traffic circles. Idiots. <laughs> and then people, would, like the other drivers, would literally just like throw their hands up, like, what? And I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> That's I so funny. That's yeah. probably like people in like other parts of, like, you know how people on the East Coast will be like, oh, New Jersey driver or whatever, different oh, yeah. Yeah. People are probably like, oh, Naples driver. <laughs> yeah, they, they can smell it on me for sure. <laughs> But no, that that villa was amazing. Um, so there was like a main house that had a big living room with a fireplace and then a big dining room. Um, and then on the upstairs, they had several bedrooms. Um, but we got an apartment that was just like down, you know, outside and down the walkway on the other side of the pool, which unfortunately was closed because it's still too cold. So like, yeah, if you walk out of the main house and then you turn, you walk down the sidewalk a bit. Um, they have two apartments on the other other side and we got one of those and it was just like the perfect size for us to just chill for a few days it was two bedrooms a bathroom and like a kitchen in the living room area so it was just like perfect for us to just like hang out and play board games for a couple days and just like enjoy the Italian countryside together and and really get to know each other honestly since yes it was really ideal it was yeah it was like such a like the word that comes to mind is like rustic like it was just like very countryside, like you said, um, really cozy. And they always had a lawnmower Roomba going, <laughs> which I had never seen before. Mario, yeah. Mario. <laughs> but it was yeah, always was going, fascinating. always going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just as fact that we got to chill and play uh, Parcheesi and cards and talk, it was really great. It was really yeah. wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. That first night, um, we got there kind of around dinner time, but we didn't feel like going back into the city. Um, so we just drove to like a gas station, literally right down the road. And it, it was one of those gas station bars, bar meeting, like coffee shop. And the lady behind the counter was like, yeah, I'll make you guys some sandwiches. So she made us some panini that we brought back and we got some chips. Um, and, couple bottles of wine and we just like hung out that night playing Parcheesi and and talking and then the next morning MK and I got up first and they had a breakfast in the main house 
and the lady who makes breakfast, Roberta, uh, was super nice. If you're and, listening, Roberta. <laughs> yeah, Roberta, if you're listening. No, um, she's so sweet and so nice. Um, and it was a really great breakfast. There's like a yogurt station with a yeah. whole bunch of toppings to put in it and like fresh bread. And every day she made this like little apple cake, bunch of like toast and again, cold cuts and cheese and that kind of stuff. But MK and I went and we had our coffee and had our breakfast and she's like, now there are two more of you aren't there. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> like, are they coming? And we're like, well, you know, they're just sleeping in. She's like, okay, what time do you think they're going to wake up? I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll check in and see how they're doing. It'll probably be a little while. She's like, cause otherwise you should probably bring them some food. I don't want them to mix, miss breakfast. She was like super concerned. About oh, you. She was yeah. incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very yeah. sweet. They so by the time MK and I got back, they were waking up and they went and met Roberta. And of course, Jonathan was best friends with her, like within, <laughs> yeah. They also had a dog, a really sweet, a dog. Dog, sweet dog, yeah. So, yeah, it was really great. By the way, the lady at the gas station spoke English uh, with us, and then she was like, she had like some friends over there, and they they were all impressed and then they were like polyglata like saying that she spoke like so many languages yeah. and they were like admiring her and i felt really good for her yeah. yeah i made sure to do what rachel had recommended that you do when people speak english and just like compliment them which had never really yeah, occurred to nice. before <laughs> but i complimented yeah it means a lot honestly yeah it, she, like, like, it was she, a big deal but it does mean a lot to right me. totally it yeah. makes a huge difference yeah like so she definitely brightened up and I wanted to make sure that everyone else like in the bar that was like all impressed with her, like made sure to know that she was doing it right and that they should be impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because it was like, like Rachel said, like much more countryside, everyone in this little bar situation, like I'm sure they all have been going there for forever. Probably didn't speak much English outside of this woman, like working on the other side of the bar. Yeah. And that's interesting because I never got like the feeling of, oh, you're in my country, you speak my language. Like, no, mm-hmm. that's not a thing at all. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. It's just simply not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I encountered it a little bit in, in Napoli, but it's not, it's just that they know the interaction is going to be a lot more effort than if I actually spoke Italian. They're not like mm-hmm. outwardly rude, but there's not as much English in Naples as I think and there is in other parts of Italy and certainly not as much as there was in Japan. So it's just like, they're not rude, but they might sigh a little bit at me and like, I know, I'm sorry. We'll <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, that first day we... We had thought about like maybe going into Luca or going around the countryside a bit. And then like we woke up, we had our breakfast with Roberta and, and we're vibing with the villa. We're just like, let's just chill. So Mary Kate and I went into town to go to the grocery store. And like as soon as she entered the Italian grocery store, she like her Italian came out and she was inspired. And she's like, we're going to make bruschetta and we're gonna make artichokes and we're gonna just eat food today like I'm gonna cook I'm like okay you're gonna cook um yeah yeah. and the artichokes were amazing I had never had art just like an entire artichoke like that but it was so good yeah I was very impressed and yeah thank you MK for for that and you too Rachel because yeah you guys were cooking and it was yeah really great to kind of stay in and chill and talk and yeah it was 
I think, a really wholesome afternoon. And I, I've been using that word a lot. But it was a wholesome trip in general. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, just indeed. getting to connect. It was really nice, really great. Yeah, you guys like took a little walk around this, the estate and we just like enjoyed the weather and enjoyed the area um, and played yeah. our cheesy and drank espresso. Yeah. Was that the night of the wine tasting? Like that, that was related to that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, that wine tasting was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did the like the so that owner Tobias. He's also like a sommelier of sorts, and so um, we booked a wine tasting with him. He was great company. Like obviously, super knowledgeable about local wine and very passionate about it um and like he was very forgiving of our like total lack of knowledge about wine <laughs> yeah oh but uh, okay so that's something else like the the he mentioned that one of the people making wine his last name was my last name so I was like oh, oh. we had a whole conversation around it too during the like wine tasting he would you know try to engage us and try to prompt us just be like what are you getting from this what grape would you guess it is and things like that questions that we could not answer <laughs> and Jonathan like at one point trying to just say something he's like tasting it and he's like it tastes very north to me <laughs> like, <laughs> is it a northern grape <laughs> and, like, and I, I like couldn't stop myself and I just like burst out laughing and like I'm like trying not to be mean I know Jonathan just wants to say something and none of us know what to say and Jonathan like so seriously like turns to me and he's like why are you laughing <laughs> funny situation but yeah I mean yeah but he didn't say I was wrong though <laughs> I was not wrong. I mean, I was not correct. So Wait, how did he react? What did he say? Not, not correct in the traditional sense, but <laughs> like, a lot of polite nodding and like, mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Like, very politely saying, like, okay, well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. But we got properly sloshed with him and brought a couple bottles back to the apartment and by then it was probably like 11 or so like it was it was getting later um and it was just so much fun we just continued like the drinking I like drunkenly made some more coffee because I was obsessed with the espresso percolator like <laughs> um on the stove and like since I figured out how to make it I was going to do it every opportunity I got and we finished up a game of Parcheesi that we'd started earlier and then we like you won Yes, I wasn't playing anymore because I don't yeah. play the game. Yeah. The three of them uh -huh. finishing a game of heart cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we just get super sentimental about like where we are and like, oh my God, we're in Italy together. Like making memories is amazing. And Jonathan had the idea that we would like write each other notes. Um, so we spent some time like writing out notes for each other, which... I can't really attest to whatever I said in those notes. Um, <laughs> Who wrote to me in Italian somehow? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like the next day I told her, I was like, Rachel, you wrote me such a beautiful note, I assume, in Italian. And she was like, what? <laughs> Wait, you really did write it in Italian? I thought that was a joke. 
Oh, I, yeah. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> the loose, whatever we're calling Italian, <laughs> like I don't know that it really applies in this situation. Yeah, the letters in the shape of Italian. Italian. <laughs> it's actually it's just hand signals. Right. <laughs> you, you wrote out a bunch of emojis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a really good idea, but um, Josh was like, I don't know, he really was in the mood to watch like a movie or something. So at some point he started like writing like blah, 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 <laughs> or something like that. So thank you for that, Josh. Highly appreciate it. <laughs> like, it was a very, very beautiful idea, but I was getting grumpy about it because I kept trying to get us to start watching a movie but people kept getting distracted and then Jonathan kept at like Jonathan was like all right I'm gonna set a timer for one minute and we write a note and then you know we rotate it yeah but he kept adding time he's like now for five minutes I'm like Jonathan please I don't want to do this anymore (laughs) I was just like writing to like MK like blah blah I'm sorry this note sucks but like I'm so tired of writing and but we're having fun anyway so I guess that's fine like yeah yeah it's a moment like it captures and I'm not being sarcastic like I really like that you did that because it captures your feeling you know and it was all about that it was all about what you were feeling in the moment so it captures that you wanted to do something else and that's perfectly okay acceptable and great so yeah and we get to keep those notes forever. Whatever they may say in whatever yeah. pseudo language. <laughs> I love your reaction though, Rachel. You're like, that's not possible. I'm like, well, you <laughs> did it. Like, I don't know. That was, yeah, that was definitely a highlight of the trip. Just like sitting there and like being silly. So the next day, of course, we started with breakfast with Roberta again. And then you guys had found out about this like art village that was down the road, very close to where we were. I'd never heard of it, um, but it was like properly on the coast. So we just kind of headed west to the water. Pietro Santo or Pietro Santa? Pietro Santa. Pietro Santa, yeah. We found out about this town because a very well-known artist from Jonathan City, Fernando Botero, he lives there now. And that town is apparently very well known for bronze casting. And it just has a long history of doing that. So it gave me the sense that like it's a town that a lot of artists, particularly sculptors, know about. And a lot of big name artists will either live there or just spend time there because it has all the broadcasting stuff. But, you know, outside of that, I don't know if a lot of people know about it because it's a really small town. It was definitely like a college town kind of feel like a lot of students around um, and definitely small town. But it was really cool. I'm glad we went there. Yeah, the restaurant that we went to had like a second floor and it had like an armor and it had like drawings on the wall. And then the date was like April something of 1864. So yeah, it's like all historical, but at the same time, like it's just like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the place belongs to both periods. And yeah. that's great. Yeah, like there was like a full suit of armor in this restaurant and um, just throughout the town, like, there were so many interesting sculptures like so many artists have left their mark on this place um so many weird sculptures just everywhere yeah lots of lots of sculptures for sure we we wandered into this museum and it was confusing to us because you didn't have to pay admission and it took us a while to figure that out and another thing that took us kind of a long time to figure out is that all these sculptures in this museum weren't the actual sculptures like 
because it's bronze casting, you have to make a cast. So this was a museum of all the casts that all these artists had used. Oh, that's like, so well, interesting. They kind of let these fall into disrepair. You'd think they'd take better care of them. Like, yeah, we'd be like, these are like really dirty. Like, <laughs> spider webs all over this, but it's because it's not the actual sculpture. <laughs> but yeah, that that took up most of that day. And then the next day was our, our last breakfast. We were checking out of the villa. And so we had our last breakfast with Roberta. And then... We went to Pisa, which is also pretty close by. So we stopped by Pisa, saw the Tower of Pisa, which I'm really glad we we stopped by and we yeah. did that. And then got on the road to go to Florence because we were going to return the, the rental car and grab a train to Rome from Florence. In Pisa, there wasn't really much to see or do other than just go look at the tower, which was really cool. I'm glad we did it. It's got mm -hmm. um, like a cathedral it's actually the bell tower for the cathedral and it is a really pretty park there with plenty of tourists but we didn't really spend much time in there we just like walked around got our pictures kind of read a little bit about it and then got on the road to Florence just real quick I was laughing at Josh's post when he was on Instagram when you guys were in Florence because like Josh posted a picture with the leaning tower I think it was a selfie though so it was like a leaning picture with the leaning I was like come on of all the pictures to take straight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah that's funny by the way like how the translation changes the name you know like in, in Spanish we call it the inclined tower oh like la torre inclinada the interesting yeah. yeah that's pretty different yeah. the pizza oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry guys I'm hungry <laughs> yeah. it was weird seeing um up close so like Rachel was saying the park has other buildings um and the structure is like similar like the design has a lot of similar elements and it's weird because the the tower seems to be intentionally leaning and i still haven't looked it up <laughs> still don't really know but it's like it matches these other buildings in terms of style except that it's like leaning and it, it seems really random when you see it in context definitely uh it's like one of these things is not like the other <laughs> yeah 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 but like why make it match so well and then make it yeah. leave <laughs> yeah otherwise why why would you visit like i mean i'm not saying like, <laughs> like yeah yeah they were like we gotta like <laughs> like this is yeah, europe like, there are a lot of bell towers yeah how are we gonna stand out it's mm -hmm. just it's yeah. just church peacocking is what it is like oh my gosh really? the, the interesting thing that's gonna catch your attention um, uh, okay, so sorry, just real quick because I googled it already. So to save future Sarah some time, it's definitely not leaning intentionally. Like it's it was leaning because of unstable. Wait, were you guys joking? And I'm being <laughs> way too literal about this. No, no, no. I'm okay. glad you looked it up because we talked about looking it up a lot. Yeah, no, because I realized I wasn't sure either. I thought it was this, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it was like basically they built it on like unstable or shallow soil, and so it like was leaning, and so. Um, they like built the upper floors a little bit shorter to try to compensate. So it's like also curved apparently, like it's tilting and curved. Oh, weird. Wow. <laughs> Is it going to fall eventually? Do you, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm asking you guys. If you were <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that comes to mind. Like if it was like unstable ground. Right. Yeah. Scary. Right. Well, the leaning people... tower piece of fall, it won't fall. <laughs> 
Huh? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and people like go up in it like we didn't do that, but you can go inside and walk around the top and didn't seem to be actively falling. That is interesting though. I, I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see if I could see the curvature too. I feel like not likely, but that's so wild. Like it's just fully leaning. I mean, that must be really disorienting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. It is. Yeah. What if they just, what if instead of it being a tourist attraction, everyone just pretended like, what if it was just like a gaslight thing? Everyone just didn't talk about that it's leaning and you show up. Like what if people pretended this tower was famous for a different reason and never mentioned the leaning and everyone just arrives like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. And seeing the, like the base of the tower is really trippy because it like, is partially covered by ground in some areas like at least that's how it looks yeah it goes like underground and then it goes upwards yeah so, but it makes sense so then we got on the road back to florence because we actually booked tickets to see the art gallery this time um trying to learn from our mistakes so <laughs> it's called the galleria dei uffizi and just like a whole bunch of renaissance art so we went we drove back to florence dropped off the um rental car and unfortunately this was not one time when we had long-term storage for the luggage well we at least we had to get the luggage from the rental car place to the museum and then we could store in the museum while we were there but carted our stuff over got our tickets and went in and it had the most famous thing it had was the birth of Venus, but it also had a little bit of Michelangelo, um, some Da Vinci, yeah, and just a whole bunch of Renaissance art, and then like Greek and Roman statues and statues based on Greek and Roman statues. So just a lot of classical kind of art um, in a really pretty venue. Like the the building was beautiful, like the courtyard for the Palazzo that we'd seen uh, a few days before. So the the two together really kind of came together nicely but yeah it was I, I would say like renaissance art you can kind of burn out kind of quickly on as you're looking through it um, oh yes but birth of venus was a highlight for me um just to be able to see such an iconic work of art it was definitely an impressive collection on the whole but yeah we were there for maybe a couple hours yeah like two hours and a lot of the the sculptures were interesting because they were original from you know, fifth century, whatever, Roman. And they would have additions and revisions from, you know, 15th, 16th, 17th century. And so um, some of them have really interesting commentary about the revision and like why it looks the way it does now. And one in particular that really spoke to me was like, it was a, a sculpture of Aphrodite, you know, like the love lusty goddess. And the original sculpture had her basically like holding a cape but like opening it you know like seductively and like it had lost some of these elements you know parts fall off and they restored it revised it in like the 1600s but with a complete opposite motif like she was covering herself she was being modest yeah and she they cut her arms just to change oh, wow. like the, the the direction where they're the, where they were going and yeah mm -hmm. just to change the whole perspective so so a lot of like artistic sentiment had just like completely changed you know over the course of a thousand years and so the original piece has a completely different context that's fascinating mm -hmm. but that was like the main thing we did in florence we 
then just kind of like took our time, made our way back to the train station. We passed by that main Duomo, um, the main cathedral with a big dome, um, which really like it's it, it looks like a postcard in person. Like it is. It, it is really important. does. Yeah, yeah, it's so unreal. Yeah. And it's very, the architecture is very distinct. Like it's not like Napoli. It's not like Rome. It was very much a different style of architecture, which I really appreciated. Um, and then we went and got our train tickets and uh, headed back to Rome. Uh, we did like one night in Rome. Um, and then, nice. yeah, so we expanded on Rome from your perspective, Rachel, from like your the beginning of your trip and this part. Um, but I guess from, for Josh and Jonathan, do you guys want to add anything that was like from your perspective, stuff that you guys did without Rachel and Rome? Yeah, we explored separately. Um, so Rachel and MK went to the Vatican and we went to this museum of archeology span and it was really good. We had like a very successful interaction in Italian um it was very simple nice. though so yeah we were just ordering like um yeah did you talk uh, to them about pigeons <laughs> <laughs> we had so many thoughts yeah. to share but <laughs> yeah but it was like you feel good like when it it could be like really simple but then it's successful like yeah it's it's good um so we ordered like coffee and uh croissants and then we went to this museum and we learned a whole lot um it was really good and just I was fascinated by the architecture I think that that's like the most impressive part but also like it's this really popular city but it's not like pretentious so mm -hmm. yeah and anyway I would say and I yeah I liked that a lot and then we met up with the girls again at the yeah. Yeah. The museum that we went to on our own was the Etruscan Museum. And I had heard of the Etruscans, but like didn't really know anything about them. But they were like a competing group um, when Rome was starting to become an empire and kind of the like marker um, of when Rome starts to spread and really become an empire is when they defeat the Etruscans. And the Etruscans' homeland is Tuscany, which we learned at the museum, which makes sense. Like, that's that's their area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really impressive. And, mm -hmm. yeah, the things that they did, like, so beautiful. And the, the little sculptures with so much detail. Like, it's, it's impressive when it's hundreds of years old, like yeah. thousands even. Like, it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely known for their pottery, like obviously like terracotta, um, it all comes from there. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we went in the Pantheon, it was gorgeous architecture, both out and like outside and inside. And uh, what else? We walked or towards the um, Coliseum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we saw really great attractions. And yeah, just beware. I know that this is like, Sometimes you have to experience something to actually take, like, have a grasp or an understanding of something, but I got, like, scammed, kind of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this guy was, like, asking the time, right? And then I'm, uh, like, uh, I answered his question. And then he's like, oh, thank you. Uh, where are you guys from? 
he was like selling bracelets and he was super, mm -hmm. super friendly. And then he put like a bracelet around my hand, even though I was like, no, no, thank you. Then he was like, look, I have more for your family. And yeah. And then all of a sudden he changed his demeanor completely. And then he was like money now. Jeez. And then I was like, oh, okay. So whatever. So I give him like two coins because that's all I had. And, and then he was like, I don't need coins. I need paper, something. And I'm like, look, take your bracelets back. Thank you. And then I left, but he gave me the like one bracelet and uh, I still have it, but I really don't like it. I don't know <laughs> yeah. like, why it, like why I kept it, but that was something. And then at the Coliseum, uh, they were trying to do the same to Josh uh, by giving like complimenting his sneakers. So everyone just know that that is like a method. Yeah. Like if people are trying them. to talk to you. Yeah. 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 That's a bummer. Yeah. I would, I would say I've said this before, but Rome, I think is the most crowded place I've ever been. And it's just not surprising. It's like so touristy. So it's just not surprising that that's the type of place where people would just be like really trying to scam every which way. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. But yeah, I talked about how we did, we just walked around the Coliseum. We, we walked past Chevy um, and then grabbed our bags and went to the, the train station from there. So we made it back to uh, Naples and ultimately back to my apartment, like around 730 or so. So it was like a good dinner time. And my friend Erin and her husband were going to come meet us at the restaurant in my building um, so that she could meet, you know, obviously Josh Jonathan and MK. So that was a lot of, a lot of fun that like the the world, two worlds got to kind of converge a bit. She got to see mm -hmm. Um, the family, you know, I've been talking about so much and then they got to meet her um, and Aaron and James are just a lot of fun. They brought their dog with them as well. Um, so we, we had a good time getting dinner downstairs. Yeah. And Josh complimented the server. Yeah. Our server, super nice. Great. Spoke English, obviously very well. But I looked up how to say in Italian and I told her, you look like Lady Gaga. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. So pretty. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, what, me? Really? <laughs> like, yeah, definitely you do. Yeah. Her makeup was on point. Really, yeah, yeah really nice makeup. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very like, I mean, obviously she was just wearing like normal server clothes, but I feel like she has a fashion forward sense yeah no totally, totally. <laughs> i can imagine her wearing something very avant-garde yeah she did i did go there the other night and she was wearing nothing but me so i think she was <laughs> Ooh, <that's delicious. laughs> you're like she's been singing a lot lately the yeah. last few weeks <laughs> You made the other servers bring her in in a giant egg. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then the next day I had to take MK to the airport. So we didn't really do do anything that day. Um, I didn't. They the guys kind of wandered around town a little bit while I was dropping her off at the airport. Um, but said goodbye to MK, and then we did. We just made dinner at home that night and started watching Harry Potter, which was like <laughs> what we Watch did for the next Harry year. Potter for the rest <laughs> of the trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that day uh, we explored a little bit and I didn't take my jacket. And this is another interaction that that I will always remember because Josh was taking a picture of me because there was like this uh, flag of Maradona. And uh, as I said before, like it, they're really into soccer. So there were like decorations uh, about like the team, the local team. And then um, 
there was a, a, an old lady walking with a girl and then she looked at me and she was like pointed out at my arms so I thought she was talking about like my tattoos or something and mm -hmm. no like she was kind of like asking why I was not wearing a jacket it's cold <laughs> she's like look but at I this guy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but she was really nice and they were all like smiling and yeah, very kind. And it made me feel I was not too far from home in a yeah. way, you know, like that's something that your grandmother would say. Right. Yeah. It was such yeah. a sweet, just like grandma interaction. Yeah. Very that's sweet. sweet. <laughs> so, that... grandma, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That evening, um, so Jonathan, like, found out that there was going to be a game, like a soccer game with the local team, the Naples team playing Milan. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't get tickets because, like, that's a whole thing. Like, you have to be a part of whatever the so fan. Like, clubs and stuff, yeah. Yeah. But... Um, you gotta know someone. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. very specific. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, obviously, we could not do that. But we could go watch the game somewhere. And we found this, like little spot not too far from where Rachel lives where it was mostly just like old men hanging out and we were like perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> it definitely looks like what I would do with my dad or, or or my brother like going to a like a business that's very close to my parents house and just like it was like the same atmosphere it, it felt so weird because it was like the cultures are so similar, like Colombian and Italian like I don't know but yeah there's like a lot of influence I don't know. It it felt really great. Really That's great. Funny. Friends. Yeah. yeah it, was, friends. it was fun. Very wholesome. Yeah. So Felice was one of those friends and he kind of helped us because uh, a, a girl was um, offering us seats and we didn't understand. So he was like, oh, chair or something <laughs> like that. So yeah, Felice, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sebastiano and his wife also and we follow each other on instagram now so yeah that's good um oh wow so you did get an instagram follow yeah, out of one yeah, of your watering cans like, yeah and yeah um the wife of sebastiano i don't remember her name but she recommended that we go um to this pizza place in naples that we ended up going to the next day with rage it was it was good but it was like so chaotic <laughs> like it was just a very known touristy place when we get there we see like so many people and Rachel's like why would a local recommend this again <laughs> um because like it took us a while to figure out even how to order and like what we were waiting for specifically um very very chaotic but uh, Michele right very good yeah Michele pizza yeah. Mm -hmm. it was good though yeah. I'm glad we did it yeah that was like the yeah best it was good but time. like any other pizza place we could have stopped at, stopped at on our way there would have been just as good. Like, um, oh, okay. it's like yeah, it's old and iconic, and I'm glad we did it. But um, it was just a funny recommendation to me, like from a local. You know, like I yeah. feel like everybody else has like their corner pizza joint that they like a lot better than those touristy places. Yeah, it's just like it's so old. Yeah, really, really old. Yeah, that's true. It was really old. Yeah, like 1807 or something like that. Yeah. And so. they have like stickers on, on the windows that said it was like Michelin, you know, 2013, 2014. Like, don't really know what that means because it's like a pizza place, you know, right? Yeah. For, like five euro or whatever. Like, it yeah. wasn't like a five course meal. Oh, we, that same day though, um, we went to this amazing contemporary art gallery in Naples. 
that's really, really cool. They had a whole exhibition with this guy, Jim Durham, who like died, you know, like a year or two ago. So it was a very big, like exhaustive retrospective. Um, a lot of his stuff was like really like funny and tongue in cheek though. Like he did <clears throat> one, like they had a bunch of just like framed like messages that he wrote. Um, Cause he also did like poetry, but also just like wrote a lot of random stuff. And there was one that was like a fake ad when he was living in New York in the seventies. It was like, good news, artists may die soon. Like if you buy a $5 sculpture from him, it'll go up in value. Um, and part of his thing is like, he's Native American. So he brings in a lot of messages that, that relate to like politics of Native Americans. And um, this thing that he wrote, he's like, artist is only 42 and since most Native American men die at, you know, 44 is the life expectancy, he'll probably be dead soon. So just buy his art now. <laughs> like, it was very, like, cynical and, like, wow, but, like, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, on that day, we also went to the Museum of Torture in, in Naples. Yeah, for a second. But um, there was, like, this piece of art by that artist, and it, I mean, it's funny, but it also makes you think, like, um, it was like a, a photo, like a, a, a camera, right? And it had, like, a bunch of names. And then the description was, like, some of these people are dead. The rest will be dead. So That's kind of always true, right? I don't know. It's so true. Like, so deep, but so fun, like, so sarcastic at the same time. And it, it's, it's, yeah, really awesome. But his whole thing I don't know it was very overwhelming in general it was like a lot a lot a lot of um weird installation pieces a lot of sculptures made from like found object kind of stuff really cool though yeah the day before that what we did was Pompeii right oh right yeah we yeah. went to Pompeii yeah. we had a conversation with a woman that was sitting next to us on the train going from Rome to uh, Naples and uh, we saw this lady at the entrance of Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she was like this woman um, with her brother that had just come from Seattle. Yeah. And she was just like very chatty, talking to us a lot on the train, very friendly. But then when we saw her walking into Pompeii, it was totally different energy. It was so weird. Like on the train, she was just very chatty. She was a teacher talking about her job, asking us all these questions, talking about like her flight and everything. Then we saw her, like she's leaving Pompeii as we're walking in and we're like, oh my God, hi, like excited to see her. And she looked exhausted. Oh. And didn't, like, say anything really. She was like, huh? <laughs> like, she was like, oh, hi, but I think she doesn't, like she doesn't remember us. That's like, the look she gave yeah. us, honestly, but I'm sure she did because it was like, one day before maybe mm. she has a twin yeah. maybe she was like completely drunk on the train right yeah that was yeah. the real yeah, oh okay that's yeah. that's that's good that yeah that's a very good point i like that you must have been talking to linda yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't listen to anything my sister says she's nuts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, her brother was like talking to this girl on the train and he was like, yeah, I have nine cows. And the girl was like, oh, yeah, like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like yeah. 
<laughs> People are always bragging to me about how many cows they have. Yeah. Get in line. Yeah. It's like, we get it. If another man tries to impress me with his cows. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing you guys did, I, I had to go to work, but you guys took the ferry from my town over to the island of Ischia. I haven't done that yet, but I'm glad that it was so easy for you guys to do. Just literally walk over and get a ferry ticket um, and then get to do a few hours on the island there. Yeah. yeah yeah would highly recommend um the ferry is fun like really big ferry totally different situation from the ferry that we had taken in venice from the airport to get to the city proper mm-hmm. which was like kind of stressful and like we're all packed into this you know water boat situation yeah, i was like a bus yeah like, taking a bus, like in a bus. Mm-hmm. but the ferries um to get out to ischia are much bigger and you know there's so much more space you can walk around you can go inside outside they have like cafes yeah um really nice and then the town of ischia um reminded me a lot of naples at first ischia is the whole island right and the port area reminded me a lot of naples but then there's this huge castle it's called the aragonese castle um that we toured it was very beautiful very big um, not very much like information though. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like, the information was also in German. Yeah, this island apparently gets a lot of just Germans hmm. specifically mm-hmm. because like what little information they did have at the castle, it was either in, in Italian or in German. Yeah. In there was another museum of torture inside that um, castle. <laughs> like, yeah, what's, what's Italian? Why? Quick one. Why? <laughs> just a brief mini <laughs> museum of torture. Just a mini torture. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and the highlight was definitely the cats. It was, there were so many cats in that, mm-hmm. like, around, like, walking around the castle. But one of them was, like, in a, not in a very good condition. I don't know. These poor cats wandering around the castle, like, they were like in bad shape for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of scratches and not look happy. Yeah, but they were cute as always. And <laughs> some of them were very cute. Yeah. As always. <laughs> <laughs> but uh going to the to that castle, we saw a cat also like on top of a car. And then yeah, it was like so nice because we started like, oh hi. And then she came to us and then she left. Like, yeah, it was great. Standoffish kitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great town and it was like different. It was a different spot. Yeah, um, definitely like areas of it were kind of touristy. Um, but it, yeah, it was it was beautiful. We got a great lunch there. We we found a bookstore that was like amazing. Like it had so mm-hmm. many great books in it, but they were all in Italian. Yeah, so that makes sense. I didn't buy anything because I'm like, if I buy a book in Italian, it will not be opened ever yeah <laughs> that's cool though glad you get it's always fun to go into a bookstore with good vibes even if you can't justify buying something exactly. yeah. yeah yeah i got a like a, a mini tarot deck Ooh. um visconti is like that kind of tarot because tarot was apparently invented in italy like in the 1400s and only like rich families would be able to get like readings and stuff so yeah it's called Tarotti. I'm not wrong. Yeah, that's just like really interesting. So yeah, very small, very cute, 10 euro, perfect. Mm-hmm. 
And if anyone listening wants a reading, Jonathan is really into tarot these days. Yeah, yeah. just let me know. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's changed some people's lives. Like, no joke. People have said amazing things about his reading abilities. Wow. That is impressive. If I were to guess one person who who had the tattoo would definitely be Jonathan. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into that more on Jonathan's guest episode. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Like really. you make, making a prediction. Leave that to him. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I shouldn't be <laughs> dipping my toes into something I don't. To where I don't belong. <laughs> Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> yeah. No. It was it was amazing to be able to like host. Well, you guys were the first guests, really. Um, so it was amazing to be able to host you. And first chance for family members to meet Mary-Kate in person. So it was it was definitely fun vibes on a couple of different levels besides just like experiencing Italy and experiencing Europe, but also getting to like have some family time and some bonding and everything. Like it was just, such, I mean, we kept saying it in the moment um, and trying to be really intentional as we were experiencing it, but just like, one of those weeks that we're literally gonna like refer to for the rest of our lives and always treasure. Yeah, you're so right about that. And I'm really glad that we got to see you and yeah, I'll always be thankful for your hospitality, for your kindness, for your cool vibes as always. Like <laughs> I respect you a lot, I admire you a lot. And I want you to know that you're very important to us. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel, I'm glad that we had all that time to just sit around and watch Harry Potter at your place because, you know, it, it was super fun. Like, your apartment is amazing and very suited for guests. It was nice just, like, hanging out with you, you know, like we have not been able to do in literally years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was, you know, definitely a special, special moment. And MK2 is so much fun. Good vibes, very good travel or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend has been my first time like really being at home for an extended time, like since you guys left. And it just it feels weird to not just like have some coffee going and starting a game of Parcheesi with Harry Potter on in the background. I'm, I'm glad yeah, we got to just, like hang yeah. out time. Yeah. Yeah, I really miss that. And I really miss like the the beautiful view from your place and the the um, you know the the sunset. Yeah. Also. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if Rachel has talked about this on the podcast before or not, but she gets the most immaculate sunsets. Yeah. Just like right on her balcony. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. It's yeah, beautiful. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Thank you so much, right? Yeah. Thanks so much, thank for, you so much for coming. For setting everything up and hosting us. Yeah. I couldn't attend the black and white party, but uh, I'm glad that we got to just go live in a Tuscan villa for a little while and have some Italian adventures. Yeah. <laughs> and then you helped me. Um, come up with my look for the party which was even more important yeah Yeah, she said that she revealed that to me in the last um the episode that's going to come out this week her Madrid recap she was like (laughs) I knew about the colorful (laughs) yeah I I told Sarah I'm so glad the party finally happened because like all the secrets that were getting piled on me (laughs) were starting to add up (laughs) Sarah and all her psyops All right. Well, this was super fun. It sounds like you guys got to do so much. I'm glad we got so much content worth for a couple podcast episodes, but it was really cool to hear all the details. It was like hard to see you guys this past weekend and not get you to tell me every detail of the trip, but (laughs) this was the right format for that. Yeah, it's wild. Like we could keep talking for. Yeah, exactly. So much stuff, but it's like (laughs) one in the morning or something. for Rachel. So. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, anyone listening, if you have any questions about all these places in Italy or about Barcelona, definitely reach out to Josh and Jonathan yep. um, for some for some people. recommendations if, it, if we didn't get into detail here. But this is awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having Thanks, us. Guys. Well, have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Thanks, you too. Bye, bootleggers. Bye. <laughs> bootleggers. <laughs> <laughs>